Exploits of Charles by Shirley Jackson. Her son's introduction to school was marred by the exploits of one badly behaved little boy. The day my son Laurie started kindergarten, he renounced corduroy overalls with bibs and began wearing blue jeans with a belt. I watched him go off the first morning with the older girl next door, seeing clearly that an era of my life was ended. My sweet-voiced nursery school tot, replaced by a long-trousered, swaggering character who forgot to stop at the corner and wave goodbye to me. He came home the same way, the front door slamming open, his cap on the floor, and the voice suddenly became raucous, shouting, Isn't anybody here? At lunch, he spoke insolently to his father, spilled his baby sister's milk, and remarked that his teacher said we were not to take the name of the Lord in vain. How was school today, I asked, elaborately casual. All right, he said. Did you learn anything, his father asked. Laurie regarded his father coldly. I didn't learn nothing. The teacher spanked a boy, though, for being fresh, he added, his mouth full. What did he do, I asked. Who was it? Laurie thought. It was Charles, he said. The teacher spanked him and made him stand in a corner. He was awfully fresh. What did he do, I asked again. But Laurie slid off his chair, took a cookie and left while his father was still saying, See here, young man. The next day, Laurie remarked at lunch as soon as he sat down. Well, Charles hit the teacher. Good heavens, I said. I suppose he got spanked again. He sure did, Laurie said. Why did Charles hit the teacher, I asked. Because she tried to make him colour with red crayons, Laurie said. Charles wanted to colour with green crayons. The teacher said nobody should play with Charles, but everybody did. The third day, Charles bounced a seesaw on the head of a little girl and made her bleed, and the teacher made him stay inside all during recess. Thursday, Charles had to stand in a corner during story time because he kept pounding his feet on the floor. Friday, Charles was deprived of blackboard privileges because he threw chalk. On Saturday, I remarked to my husband, Do you think kindergarten is too unsettling for Laurie? All this toughness and bad grammar, and this Charles boy sounds like such a bad influence. It'll be all right, my husband said reassuringly. Bound to be people like Charles in the world. Might as well meet them now as later. On Monday, Laurie came home late, full of news. You know what Charles did, he demanded. Charles yelled so in school they sent a boy in from first grade to tell the teacher she had to make Charles keep quiet and so Charles had to stay after school and so all the children stayed to watch him. What did he do, I asked. He just sat there, Laurie said, climbing into his chair at the table. Hi, Pop, you old dust mop. What does this Charles look like, my husband asked Laurie. He's bigger than me, Laurie said and he doesn't have any rubbers and he doesn't even wear a jacket. Monday night was the first parent-teachers meeting, and only the fact that the baby had a cold kept me from going. I wanted passionately to meet Charles's mother. On Tuesday, Laurie remarked suddenly, Our teacher had a friend come to see her in school today, a man who came and made us do exercises. We had to touch our toes, look. He squatted down and touched his toes. Like this, he said. He got solemnly back into his chair, and said, picking up his fork, Charles didn't even do exercises. The teacher's friend told Charles to touch his toes like I just did, and Charles kicked him. What are they going to do about Charles, do you suppose? 
Laurie's father asked him. Laurie shrugged elaborately. Throw him out of school, I guess, he said. Wednesday and Thursday were routine. Charles yelled during story hour and hit a boy in the stomach and made him cry. On Friday, Charles stayed after school again. With the third week of kindergarten, Charles was an institution in our family. The baby was being a Charles when she cried all afternoon. Laurie did a Charles when he filled his wagon full of mud and pulled it through the kitchen. Even my husband, when he caught his elbow in the telephone cord and pulled the telephone, ashtray and a bowl of flowers off the table, said, Looks like Charles. But during the fourth week, it seemed that a reformation was taking place in Charles. Laurie reported grimly at lunch one Thursday, Charles was so good today the teacher gave him an apple. What? I said, and my husband added warily, You mean Charles? Charles, Laurie said. He gave the crayons around and he picked up the books afterwards and the teacher said he was her helper. For over a week, Charles was the teacher's helper. Each day he handed things out and he picked things up. No one had to stay after school. The PTA meeting's next week again, I told my husband one evening. I'm going to find Charles's mother there. Ask her what happened to Charles, my husband said. I'd like to know. On Friday of that week, things were back to normal. You know what Charles did today, Laurie demanded at the lunch table in a voice slightly awed. He told a little girl to say a word and she said it and the teacher washed her mouth out with soap and Charles laughed. What happened to Charles, my husband asked. Nothing, Laurie said. He was passing out the crayons. At the PTA meeting Monday, I sat restlessly, scanning each comfortable matronly face, trying to determine which one hid the secret of Charles. None of them looked to me haggard enough. After the meeting, I sought out Laurie's teacher. I've been so anxious to meet you, I said. I'm Laurie's mother. We're all so interested in Laurie, she said. Well, he certainly likes kindergarten, I said. He talks about it all the time. We had a little trouble adjusting the first week or so, she said primly. But now he's a fine little helper. With occasional lapses, of course. Laurie usually adjusts very quickly, I said. I suppose this time it's Charles's influence. Charles? Yes, I said, laughing. You must have your hands full in that kindergarten with Charles. Charles? She said again. We don't have any Charles in the kindergarten. For more RD Talks, visit readersdigest.com.au Brought to you by Readers Digest Australia. Narration by Zoe Mernier. Sound production by Ricky Price. Thank you.